Hello, my name is Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting Podcast. This is the accountancy podcast where we answer accountancy-based questions. Now, in this series, we're focusing on all things payroll, from how to onboard new employees and register in your scheme, through to things about pension, statutory maternity, and all of that kind of stuff. So in today's episode, the question I'm going to be answering is, do you need to have a pension scheme in place when you take on employees? Now, as always, before I answer the question, I need to do my two quick disclosures. So the first is I'm a UK-based accountant, so I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the next is that because I record this podcast sat by myself, I'm going to need to generalise my advice. And in order to keep the podcast episodes as short as I can, there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things as well. So just keep those in mind if you plan on making any decisions or taking any action based upon what you hear in these podcast episodes. So that's the disclosures out of the way. So let's get on with answering the question. So do you need to have a pension scheme in place? Now, if you're taking on employees, the answer is probably going to be yes. If it's just you, you know, you're just a director as in, you know, a director and shareholder. So kind of a one man band, limited company, you're not going to need to. You're not deemed to be a worker in that sense. So you don't have to. I mean, you can, but you don't have to. But if you're now taking on employees and that employee or these employees are over the age of 22, but they're under the state pension sort of age, and you're going to be paying them at least £10,000 a year, which works out sort of roughly about £833 a month. You have to have a scheme in place and by law, they have to be enrolled onto this. So if you know that your new employee does fit that criteria, they're over 22, you're going to be paying them over £10,000. You do need to put that scheme in place. Now, I'm not able to recommend what schemes you choose. There are lots of different options out there for the pension scheme. I will say a lot of my clients use Nest. Other people's pension is another one. So just have a look around. Um, you're not going to be able to offer them sort of all the stocks and shares types ones that maybe you as a director will be able to choose for yourself. It does need to be a pension scheme that fits the auto-enrolment rules. So Probably it's going to be Nestor of People's Pension. But as I said, have a look around and choose the best one that sort of suits you. Now, in terms of when your employee needs to go on, their duties or their sort of starting date is technically their first date of employment with you. But you do have that option to kind of postpone actually enrolling them officially onto the payroll scheme and paying into their pension. And you can postpone this up to sort of three pay dates or three months after that start date. So if you've got staff and you're giving them that kind of probation period, you don't need to be enrolling on the pension scheme for that. It almost be a kind of, okay, you've passed that three months, you're now sort of officially employee. And as part of that, we will now be putting you on the pension. Once you add them on, Nest or People's pension or whoever you use will write to your employee to say that they've been added onto your pension scheme. And once they've received that, they then have a month in which to opt out of the scheme. 
So you may find that some of your employees don't actually want to be on the pension scheme, but you have to have it in place and you are not allowed to influence their decision on whether they opt in or out. And I said they have that one month. If that falls after the first pay date when they've had some deductions, they will then have those deductions refunded in the following month. Now, in terms of what you need to pay into a pension for them, it works out kind of the minimum amount is 8% overall. So your employee will pay in 5% of their sort of salary and you will be topping that up by a minimum of 3%. Obviously, you can go higher if you want, but the 3% is that sort of minimum amount. So it shouldn't be sort of too hard to set it up. As I said, with ones like Nest and the People's Pension, it's free to do. I can't tell you if it's a good pension or not, um, but if you're going for sort of ease and it was something you were going to sort of DIY, I would probably say as soon as you've got your payroll scheme set up, get your pension scheme set up as well. And then when your um, employee passes three months probation, if you're going to be going for that, then enrol them at the beginning of that month. They'll then have their letter by the time of the end of the month so they can choose to opt out or you then know that you need to tell your whoever's run your payroll for you or you just need to update your own payroll software to tell them that pension deductions now need to start. Now, some of your payroll softwares will link automatically with Nest or People's Pension. Um, so it should be that when you run your, your payroll and you submit that to HMRC, your software will then give the information to Nest, People's Pension, and they will then collect that amount by direct debit. So it shouldn't be a great deal of extra work. Obviously, if it doesn't link and you're using something like HMRC's basic tools, it's nice and easy to go into those and just manually enter the details. But they are all they all should be collected by direct debit. So the main bit is just kind of putting that information in. So I hope that all helps. In the next couple of episodes, I'm going to focus on more on you personally as a director. So we're going to go through what kind of salary you should be paying yourself and you know what kind of pension you may decide that you want. So as always, I hope that makes sense and I will see you next week. Thank you.